0: Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: From Hollywood, The Life of
2: Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Well, if you've never met the Riley family, there are four of them. Like so many of his fellow Americans, Riley works in a war plant. And like so many of their fellow Americans, the Rileys have a housing problem. For the past week, they've been living in the bridal suite of a swanky Los Angeles hotel. At the moment, Mrs. Riley is in the living room of the bridal suite, busily packing some luggage.
0: Oh, this suitcase. You never can close it when you want it. Oh, it hurt bad, Mom. Oh, no, it's all right. Oh, I'll close it, Mom. You're all excited. Well, who wouldn't be excited when I think that we're really moving into a house today? A whole house. Six rooms just for ourselves. Well, there, Mom. It's closed. Oh, thank you, Junior. Now go wash your hands. Well, Pop's in the bathroom. Tell him to hurry. Hey, Pop, I gotta wash my hands. It's not my idea. It's Mom's. Go
3: ahead, Junior. Wash. We're moving to a new neighborhood, and I want you to look reasonably germ-free. <laughs>
0: oh, uh, Junior, may I use the bath before you? Any time, sis. Any time. And hurry, Barbara. Well, Riley, you look like Don Juan. I'll have to keep my eye on you and the ladies in our new neighborhood. That's
3: me. Riley's a great lover. A regular Casablanca. (laughs) Say, uh, what's in that envelope? The hotel, Bill. Joey the bellhop brought it up. Joey? The old guy? Uh Uh-huh. He's no bellhop. He's more of a bell creep. (laughs) (laughs) Say, a thought just bit me. If an old buzzard like Joey can be a bellhop, how about Uncle Baxter?
0: My Uncle Baxter?
3: Oh, now, Riley,
0: you know Uncle
3: Baxter's just marking time
0: till the right job comes along.
3: Marking time, huh? He's the only guy I ever saw who could mark time in bed.
0: Now, don't exaggerate.
3: Where is his lordship this morning? Um, in bed. That's what I thought. Junior, go wake up Chip Van Winkle. (laughs) Okay, Pa. Nudge him with a hammer.
0: <laughs>
3: now, let's look at this hotel bill. with Holy suffering catfish. Oh, is the bill high, dear? This ain't no bill. It's a ransom note. <laughs> $165.15. Well, you would rent the bridal suite at $20 a day. Now, uh... look at these extras. Room service. Breakfast for Uncle Baxter every morning. Oh, now don't start fussing. Can that leech eat? His tapeworm has a tapeworm. (laughs) Seven days into 165 what, uh, well, that's 24 bucks a day. A buck an hour. Almost two cents a minute. Two cents a minute, and your uncle ordered three minute eggs. Well, I'm guessed, Mother.
0: It's
3: about time. Two cents a minute. Oh, Barbara. (laughs) You go wait down the lobby,
0: dear. May I buy a copy of
3: Vogue to read? No. Find a newspaper somebody (laughs) left. Look up the help wanted. See if you can get into the hotel business. (laughs) 140, 150, 160, 170, and 5, 165. (laughs) And 15 cents. They could have left me to 15 cents for aspirin. Here, Bads, give this dough to the room clerk and get a receipt.
0: All right, Daddy.
3: And don't walk down. Use the elevator. Each trip costs the hotel four cents worth of current. Yes, Daddy. Uncle
0: Baxter's out
3: of bed. Mm, now, baby, the bed can get some rest. Junior, go wash your hands.
0: I can't. Now Uncle Baxter's at the sink.
3: Well, go in there with him. At two cents a minute, we got to double up on everything. <laughs> okay. Hello? Who? Oh, oh the manager. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got the bill. You know, we only wanted to live here, not buy into the business. Well, good morning, my dear. Quiet, Uncle Baxter. Hello? Yeah, Mr. Clip, I'm listening. Sure, we're checking out. In ten minutes. With pleasure.
1: Riley, haste
3: makes waste. Why surrender the room now? Well, there's some couple getting married this morning. They're waiting for this bridal suite.
1: But it's only nine o'clock, and these rooms are ours until five tonight. That's checking out time. We're leaving. As soon as I can bow tie it, it's bow tie. But my impetuous nephew, even if you don't use the room, it's yours. I know my little law
3: book. God, I know my little pocketbook. (laughs) My wallet's so thin, now I can use it for dental floss. Come on, we're leaving. That couple that's getting married wants his bridal suite right away. Well, thank goodness we've got a house. yeah. From today on, we're living like kings. Junior, what's that you're hiding in your pocket? Just a cake of soap. Hotel soap? Oh, Junior. Oh, gee, Mom, I
0: won't miss one tiny cake of soap.
1: Junior, my boy, it matters not what value the article.
3: If it isn't yours, to take it is to steal. Now, just a minute, Factor. If anybody's going to bawl my boy out, I'll do it. Junior, into the bedroom.
0: Oh, Pa. That'll
3: do, into the boudoir. <laughs> Taking? Soap? I don't know where he gets ideas like that. I know. I
1: resent that insinuation right
3: there. Now, now then, Junior, I know you think a cake of soap ain't much, but but it's the principle of the thing, see? Taking soap, well, that ain't ethical. But neither was that hotel bill. <laughs> How much soap you got there, Junior? One cake, and we didn't even use a new one every day. Hmm. We didn't use a clean towel every time they put one out, either. We tried to give them a break, and look how they bill us. Junior, you keep that soap just for a souvenir. Here, wrap it up in this
0: towel. (laughs) Okay, Pop.
3: Put the soap and towel in Baxter's suitcase.
0: (laughs) I hope we don't catch us. Hey, Pop, I can't get this in Uncle Baxter's suitcase.
3: It's too full. Full of what? Four sheets, three towels, a pillowcase, and a bath. All with hotel bleaker on
0: them. Oh, uh, Pop, maybe we should call our new house hotel bleaker. Wait a
3: Look at this. A towel rack off the bathroom wall. <laughs> oh, this is more than too much. Hey, Uncle Baxter, Come in here. Gosh, Pop, and he was mad at me.
1: Now, I hope you weren't too harsh with Junior. Uh...
3: Who we'll put all that stuff in my suitcase?
1: <laughs>
3: it wasn't the manager. Well, now, not, Riley, right after all, a few souvenirs. Cowl yeah, rack right off the wall. <laughs> I guess if they wasn't watching, you'd start unscrewing the lobby. <laughs>
0: I'm waiting. Uncle Baxter, have you got everything
1: packed?
3: He's doing all right. <laughs> well,
1: perhaps I do have too much there for my small suitcase.
3: Listen, Fagin... We're leaving this stuff here, all
1: of it. Riley, your wish is my command. Are we really checking out, suites?
3: Not only that, but right away. Come on. Right
1: Hello, room clerk. I am speaking for Mr. Riley. We are holding the suite until 5. I'm sorry, my dear sir, but Mr. Riley has changed his mind. Yes.
0: Uncle we're missing the elevator.
1: I didn't take the elevator... Oh, oh, oh. I, I mean, run along, Junior. I'll right there. Come on,
0: hurry.
1: Hello, operator. Crescent 76528. Hmm? Oh, hello. Hello, Snake Eyes. Straight Flush Turnbull. Hmm? Oh, Snake Eyes. I located a safe place for you to run your poker game today. The bridal suite of the Hotel Bleaker. Yes, I fixed it for you. Until five o'clock. Well, glad to do it, Snake Eyes. Uh, trust you'll be lucky. Oh, your card, uh, you'll be lucky. <laughs> and uh, that little item that I owe you? cancel. Thank you, Snakey. Baxter, will you hurry up? Somebody's waiting to move in here,
3: you know.
1: Oh, I, I know, Riley. I know how well I know. But you see... I, too, was being thoughtful of others. Before anybody moves in here to live, I thought I'd arrange for someone to come in and clean up.
2: Well, Uncle Baxter has arranged for his friend Snake Eyes to run a poker game in the Riley Hotel suite, which the Rileys have just left. But, of course, the Rileys know nothing of this. For them, the Hotel bleaker is far behind, and all they're thinking of is their new house.
0: Oh, we've been riding in this taxi for hours. Won't we ever get there?
3: Relax, Barbara. We only left the outskirts of Los Angeles ten minutes ago, and we're getting to the inskirts of Inglewood now.
0: Riley, <laughs> I've counted all the money I have with me. Now, we have this taxi to pay, and then we have to live the rest of the week and you get paid at the plant. Um, do you think we can charge the cost of the moving van?
3: Well, they don't know us. Oh,
1: nothing simpler. Your new address gives you
3: credit. As a householder, they won't expect you to pay cash. I like to pay cash. But in this case, I'd rather not mix up the moving company by forcing them to take cash. So I'll pay them in six or eight months.
0: <laughs> oh, look! Look, that sign said stone terrace. This is our street. Oh, yes. And there's the moving van. In front of our house.
3: See? When I handle the arrangements, everything's okay. We're here, the furniture's here, and the house is here. Oh, this is it, Driver. Okay, everybody out. Ain't she a Lulu of a house? Oh, Shiley. The neighbors will hear you. Ain't she a Lulu?
0: Oh, it's such a nice neighborhood.
3: Yes, sir, she sure is a Lulu.
1: Riley, would you leave Lulu for a moment and pay off the cab? Oh, yes, yes. The meter says
3: $1.90. You would slam the door back. Then now
0: it's $2.
3: (laughs) Here, driver, and this nickel is for you. Oh, no, thank
1: you. I couldn't take it. It would put me in a higher-income tax bracket.
0: Oh, I'll ring the doorbell. What? Riley! Mrs. Hill still has curtains in her front window. Oh, there's no mistake about her moving, is there? We must get in today.
3: Now, Dumplin', don't cross our bridges till after we burn them. Shh, wait a minute. Someone's coming.
0: Well, mercy me, the Rileys, I've been expecting you. It's a nice day, isn't it? Yeah, we, uh Yes, we, it's uh, indeed. A lovely day for moving for them that are moving. But, <laughs> yeah, but we only. I was saying to Mr. Hill, the Rileys will be here and anxious to get settled. Such a bother moving is. But you love this house. Warm in winter, cool in summer, and our back porch. Well, I always say if there's a breeze, we get it.
3: I can feel it now. <laughs>
0: here when you get in. Too bad you can't move in today. Oh, well, that's
3: all right. What?
0: <laughs> can't move in today. Can't
3: move in, my dear lady. Oh, You're... we
0: must. We haven't anywhere else to go. Neither have I. You see, today I was supposed to move into 18 Blueview Boulevard, Glendale. but Mr. Humphreys, who lives there, can't move out today. So if he can't move out, I can't move out. And if I can't move out, you can't move in. So it's such a bother. Well, I'll have a cake in the oven, so come back in a day or two. Bye-bye. Hey, wait. That's
3: a fine thing. We're dispossessed before we're even possessed.
0: Gosh, Mom, what are we going to do? Uh, I don't know. A band full of furniture and nowhere to go.
1: Mrs. Hill could be forced to move. She's a squatter. Is she?
3: I couldn't see her figure. I guess we could go back to the hotel. We could. Oh, no, no, you can't go back to the hotel. I.
1: I gave the rooms. I I mean, you gave up the rooms. Well, you said it was ours till five. It's the law, you said. Oh, oh, yes, yes. But the law also says that uh, when an ipso facto is waived by the party of the second part, that all prior prima facie is null and void.
3: Yeah, and the facto of the ipso is we can't go back. We're broke. Oh,
0: dear, this is awful. Uncle Baxter, have you any ideas?
3: Yes. Your uncle, my
1: dear, has diagnosed the ailment and is prepared to effect a cure.
3: Dr. Baxter, why don't you give yourself some ether?
1: Sarcasm, my dear nephew, is a bitter tea. He who pours it suffers more than he who sips it.
3: We're stranded and he's throwing a tea party.
1: <laughs> now, now the bottleneck is obviously Humphreys. Now, if he would move, Mrs. Hill could move, and then we could move in. So we shall telephone up. Right.
0: And by the way, Humphreys haven't got a phone.
3: Let's get away from here. That Mrs. Hill's got a rear pasted to the door. Now, here is my plan, children. We'll hop over to
1: Glendale, force Humphreys to move, hop back here, tell Mrs. Hill she can move, and then so we... Just
3: because it's leap year, that don't mean we're going to hop all over the station. And we have no car. Yeah, and the sound of a taxi meter depresses me. Eureka! Why not go in the moving van? We ain't furniture. And the van is $8 an hour. Oh, it won't take him, Righty, it now, Mother. Riley, it's a chance. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess it's our only chance. Come on.
0: Well, this is it, Riley. Oh, that must be Mister Humphrey's on the porch.
3: Yeah, I guess he thinks we're crazy. A whole family driving up in a moving van. At eight bucks an hour, though, I guess he's right. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Humphreys. I ain't saying I am. I ain't saying I ain't. What can I do for you? Not that I'll do it.
1: If you're gypsies, I don't believe in fortunes. If you're selling something, I don't want any. And if you think you can rent me that van, I ain't moving.
3: Well, neither are we. That's the trouble, you see. we We just came from Mrs. Hill out in Englewood, and she can't move because you won't. Well, how can I
1: move out of here? I can't get into Nash's house out in Van Nuys. If Nash should move out, I'd
3: move in. Then when I moved out, Mrs. Hill could move in. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Humphreys. I had you figured wrong. I thought you were the cause of four human beings and my uncle being
0: homeless. <laughs> well, my
3: head's made up. We're going back to
1: the Hotel Bleeker. Oh, no, no, we can't, Riley. Th- that would be dangerous. Forget about that shabby hotel. Think of your new house. Your home. We're going to see this Nash and Van Nuys and insist that he move. Get back in that van.
0: But it's $8 a night. I don't
1: care when back Turnbull is within his rights, nor can end his On to Nash's house.
3: On to Van Nuys. On to Victor.
0: what to Glendale, from Glendale to Van Nuys, cow. <laughs> Mother, my skirt's like a waffle from sitting on that washboard. Shh. I'm watching your father and Uncle Baxter. Well, look, now they're going around to the back of the house.
2: Riley, it's strange no one answered. I'm sure I heard voices in there.
3: Well, maybe they'll come to the back door. I gotta get Nash out of here. We can't spend our lives in that truck. My family's no dog and pony show. Gosh, did you hear that? Somebody threw something through the window.
1: Excellent. Now we can hear that, huh?
0: <laughs> You crawling crab, you spineless jellyfish!
3: They're disgusting seafood.
0: <laughs>
3: now, Olivia, darling, listen. My, my
0: was right. I should never
3: have married a worm like you. They've had a falling out. He just had a falling down. Look, I can see him now. She's got him cornered.
0: You brute, why don't you strike me? I dare you to hit the faceless
3: woman. How can he hit her when she's standing on him?
0: Come back here!
3: Uh-oh, he's making for the door. He made it.
1: She's alone. Now's your chance, Riley. Yep.
3: My chance? For what? Go in there and ask her why they aren't moving. Me? Talk to that woman? Go commit suicide yourself.
1: (laughs) You owe it to your family to provide them with shelter tonight. Just use charm. Flatter her. Speak of her beauty, her eyes, her hair. And then work into the sanctity of the home. Tell her how the birds nest in spring. A mother bird and a father bird. Paint the picture of nightfall in the nest. And then tell her of your own homeless brood, dependent on her kindness for shelter. You understand? Nests, birds.
3: But what happens if I lay an egg?
1: Now, if you forget what to say, I'll whisper it through that broken window.
3: Well, uh, okay, is that you, Harvey, you sneak? Uh, no, it's Riley, another sneak. I I, 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 I mean it, it's me, Riley. Might, might I come in, ma'am? You are in. What do you want? Well, lady, what I got to say, I got to say near this window.
0: <laughs> well, hurry up, or I'll call the police.
3: Lady, when a lady looks like you, look, she don't need no police. What? Uh, the, what I mean is, uh, lady, you got a face and a figure. You know, eyes and hair... Some of each. How dare you? Uh, uh, Mrs. Nash, now, now, about the stankity of the home. The, the what? I, uh, I mean, I forget what I was about to say. If my uncle was here, he'd remember. Riley. Birds. Who's making that noise? Oh, that, that's me, see? Uh, Baxter. Birds. Lady, it's nightfall in the nest, and I need shelter. (laughs) Nest,
0: uh, shelter. Harvey, help! But,
3: you see, unless you'll be a nice mama bird, we got nowhere to sleep tonight. (laughs) Harvey! I I mean me and my breed. (laughs) Olivia, dear, did
0: you call me? Yes, Harvey, this man insulted me.
3: What a man. <laughs> Harvey, he's dangerous. No, no, just homeless. My poor wife and kids. If you'd have moved out, Humphreys, Humphreys could have moved in. And if Humphreys had a moved out, Mrs. Hill would have moved in. And she would have moved out, we would have moved. He's
0: crazy, too. And he keeps throwing his voice out of the window. Harvey, throw him
3: out of the window. What do you mean, throw me out? I'm here to throw you out. You were supposed to move today. I know. We rented Sanderson's house, but he won't move out. That's why we can't. How revoltingly reminiscent this is. <laughs> Listen, if I throw Sanderson out, will you move out of here? Instantly. Well, then, here's where I unbuttoned the bottleneck. Here's where I throw Sanderson out. Thank you. I hope he doesn't hurt you badly. Oh, me. I can take care of myself.
0: Huh? Do you see, Harvey? This dope isn't afraid. Even if Sanderson is the heavyweight wrestler.
3: Who's a dope? Who's a wrestler? You mean Grizzly Sanderson's a Santa Monica murderer? Yes. You see, honey bunch? Now this man is afraid. Who's afraid? My mama bird and her brood are going to have a nest by nightfall or I'll be too unconscious to know the reason why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's Sanderson's house. I'll fix that bum. Now,
0: Riley, be careful.
3: Stay here, everybody. Uncle Baxter, I said stay in the van. Riley, please, reconsider. This wrestler, he'll He'll annihilate you. Six hours in a moving bed. 48 bucks. A whole family, homeless. All because this wise guy refuses to move out. I'll mobilize him. Riley, this is suicide. Think of your wife, a widow. Well, my widow's got to have a place to sleep, (laughs) and so do I. (laughs) Then let's go back to the Hotel Bleak. We can't do that. You said so yourself. That couple that was
1: waiting got our suite the minute we checked out. To save you from this impending disaster, I will confess. I told the clerk you weren't checking out so that Snake Eyes
3: could use the suite. That gambler... Uh, you let him use my bridal suite for that crooked poker game he runs? Huh. Of all the double-dealing lowdown! I'll fix you later. Right now, I'm going to take Sanderson apart. Knock on that door. Why don't you knock? i got to save my knuckles.
1: <laughs> Riley, if we run, we can still escape. To
3: stay means a hospital. Well, then at least I'll have a room. Sanderson? Yes, yeah, shrimp. What do you want? Get out of this house before you break every bone in my body. (laughs) What do you mean, get out of this house? Uh, Listen, Sanderson. everybody else in California knows this, so I may as well tell it to you. We can't move into Mrs. Hill's house because she can't move into Humphrey's house, and he can't move because the Nashes can't, and they can't because you didn't. Four families, all packed and ready to move. And a big bum like you is holding them up. Yeah, well, there's five families now. Take a look in there. See, I'm all packed and ready to go. And what's stopping you, you big lug? Luxury... Oh, I'll tell you what's stopping me. I got married this morning, see? And all day long, I've been waiting for a jerk by the name of Riley to check out of the bridal suite of the hotel Bleeper. <laughs> Holy Cat, you, you mean we've been doing it to ourselves?
1: <laughs>
0: uh,
1: uh, isn't this ironic, Riley? Uh,
3: Certainly a small world. Mm. Yes, it is a small world, Uncle Baxter. And you are about to leave it. <laughs> Wake up, Pop. Oh, oh, gee. Is it morning already? Pull up the shade, Junior.
0: I can't, Pop. We're still in the moving van. Oh.
3: Come on, Riley.
0: We're parked out in front of our
3: new house. Oh, boy, that's fine. You know, Dumplin', there's no place like home if you can get in.
2: William Bendix appears on this program by arrangement with Hal Roach and can be seen currently in the motion picture, Lifeboat. The Life of Riley was directed by Don Bernard with music by Lou Cosloff and came to you from Hollywood.
0: This is Ken Niles saying, see you next week. <laughs> this is a next week.